President Donald Trump, bro, he straight up and looks the picture. like he's like, what am I doing? He's in his mind. He's like singing the ISIS theme song. <laughs> and it's like, bro, this is the wrong country. <laughs> no, he's like, and he will raise you up. In his mind, he's like, bow, 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 I can't get no. No, he's doing YMCA. <laughs> I will never stop laughing at that video. <laughs> Somebody made like a car- cartoon dicks on his hands. Wonderful. It's great. Hello? Congress must now do a COVID relief bill. Needs Democrat support. Make it big and focused. Get it done. I'm like... Weren't you before? <laughs> now you're talking about doing one. It's just wild, wild, wild. I bet you cast, cash that stimulus All check. All of his Twitter is, this claim about election fraud is disputed. Yeah, all of this his This claim, stuff. it's just crazy. He's insane. He's our president. Did you touch the hey. holes? Okay. Um, did you see, I really want to, I didn't watch this video, but I do really want to watch the video. It's like, okay. It's a video of Ben Car. Should we just do it now? Yeah. Okay. One, One two, two, three. three. So remind me again why we do the clap. <laughs> Cause we didn't last week and it took me a few minutes to get everything lined oh, up. Man. Wow. You know, a little hard work never hurt anybody. <laughs> A little hard work that you do for free took he, took you. My boss at my or at my bar job said that to these guys yesterday, like the beer guys that pick up kegs by themselves and like put them in the cooler. She was like, "A little hard work never hurt anybody." And I looked at her. I go, "Dude, those kegs were still attached to the beer thing. That's not their job." I was like, why did you say that to them? I'm like, they're very strong and you should respect them. I watched this guy pick up a keg, a full keg, which I'm pretty, I don't know how much a keg weighs. Probably 12, 15 pounds. Will you look at, no. (laughs) I'm kidding. That's how much my weighted blanket hurts, weighs. (laughs) And it's so heavy, it's making my joints hurt. Why are you using a, a weighted blanket? Well, and I actually want to know, like, are they working? How do they make you feel? Well, it makes me feel calm and safe. So it's like a thunder shirt for a doggy. Yeah. Except I usually, what I would do is have like eight to ten blankets on my bed. That way I didn't realize for years what I was doing and I was making my own weighted blanket. It's only been the last five or six years where I knew about actual weighted blankets. Well, does it make you feel better that you're not alone, that it's like a lot of people need this? Yeah. It's well, good for your central nervous system. Here's all I got to say. If the guy that did the my pillow made the weighted blanket, <laughs> I'm coming to your house and I'm returning it. <laughs> Our kids at school use them too. They do? Yes. Weighted blankets. Well, I mean, I've heard that they help. Deep pressure therapy. I have such a difficult time with feeling constricted that even though I know what I really need to do is sit and be mindful and be like, just let it in, let the blankie in. But I'm one of those people where like, I'll be calm for a minute and then I'll just be like, <laughs> like I'll take the covers and throw them all off. I'll push everyone out of bed. <laughs> How many people are in your bed? I mean, there could be up to nine people <laughs> at one moment, one time. A it, lot. it makes me feel like I'm inside of a, a little cave, a little warm cavern. Not for me. Oh. I, and I, I, I totally understand it, but it's just not for me. Um, like, if I got stuck... In any kind of hole. Ooh. I wouldn't like being stuck in a hole. You don't want to be around me during I, that. I'm in a simulated hole. I can promise you. If I, I mean, if I got stuck in a hole, if I got locked into a trunk accidentally, 
None of those things sound fun. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm just talking about, you know, being compressed, constricted. It's like a hug. It's like a hug that you don't actually have to touch somebody. Do you even like hugs? No, because I don't like to touch people, but I do like deep pressure. <laughs> my body as a human needs it. I like my, deep pressure. My body. In or out of my pussy hole. <laughs> my brain physiog- physiologically. <laughs> Because I have trauma, doesn't like to be touched by humans. Sure. So the weighted blanket's a good alternative to deep, deep pressure. When daddy gives me that deep, deep. Oh, daddy, give me deep pressure. Oh, dada. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And when I say daddy, I don't mean my actual biological father. I mean a man who's handsome and then spanks my bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking about a very handsome, well-kept, and groomed, multifaceted, multi-millionaire, multi-millionaire, preferably handsome man who's spanking my bottom. And I'm saying, Daddy, no. Daddy, no. In search of a handsome multicultural, multi-generational man not afraid of a unprecedented grassroots movement who is handsome and Silver wants Fox. to spank my stinky bottom. <laughs> like this. Bad girl. You're a bad girl. Your daddy's little bad little girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, my daddy's so bad. Bad. I made dinner for him, and he didn't come home for six hours. Dinner just sat on the table. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's so bad. I rented a movie on Amazon Prime for us to watch, and we only had 24 hours, and I started it so he couldn't see the beginning, and he never came home, and and I watched it alone. Yeah. Ugh. Bad boy. Daddy's a bad boy and needs a spanking on his bottom. Mmm. Ooh, daddy. I asked you for help one time to fold the laundry and you weren't there. (laughs) You looked at me like I was a bad girl. (laughs) Daddy was out looking for a new mommy for me to give me a Spanking on my bottom. She accidentally spanked my fanny too, like this. <laughs> da- Daddy was buying a new car for efficiency, but then the young, nice, hot saleswoman showed up and talked him into buying a two car door car. And now I don't have anywhere to sit. <laughs> oh. Daddy brought himself a personal pizza for dinner and didn't give me any. Now, now I'm real hungry. (laughs) Now I don't even want to be spanked by my daddy because I'm so hungry. Daddy, Mm. feed me. Ooh, ooh, feed, feed me, daddy. Oh, put that. Bis quick, why don't you get some, oh yeah, why don't you make up some pancake batter from the store and mix it around and pour it in my holes. Uh, then put me in the oven so the pancake mix gets real, real hot and makes a pancake in my hole. <laughs> and I just want to clarify that I don't think you make pancakes in the oven. Yeah, but Daddy can't fit me on the stovetop. <laughs> I gotta go in the oven. So why don't you roll me into a little, little hot, sexy pancake ball and just put me in the oven on broil high? And- but the broiler's in the very bottom where the heat's above you. <laughs> we don't want to go in the broiler, Daddy. Wait, the broiler's in the bottom of the oven? That's that weird thing at the bottom. That nobody ever uses. 
Did you say at the top? Yeah, broilers at the top. Yeah, broilers 100% at the top. The broiler, I know this because I cooked some chicken thighs the other night in the oven. Right. At 425 for 40 minutes. Right. And then at the end, I cranked up the broiler and they were piping. It's up at the top. And if you let the broiler go too long, you'll send your pussy. Got real dizzy all of a sudden. You did? Yeah. Because this is mind-blowing? I don't know why. But hardly see. So the broiler is in the top of the oven. Randy just looked up at you really concerned. I, I was making sure everything was all right. I felt, I feel like I'm going to pass out. Right now? Yeah. So what's that thing at the bottom of the oven that has that weird little drawer? It's storage, baby. No, it's, like, it's not storage. You can put stuff down there to cook. I am not convinced that's a thing. I have heard that before, but that's not a thing. Do you have it on yours? It's oh, if you're if you have a gas oven, your broiler is on the bottom because that's what the drawer is that you're talking about. You put your food in at the bottom because the heating element for regular baking is on the bottom, so you just place your stuff below it to it broil. Keeps, Does it that make sense? Warm. I have no. It broils elect- that shit because like a gas oven, it's got the flames right, and you're using the bottom half of the flame as your I broiler. I have an electric oven and my broiler is at the bottom of my oven bitch you lying oh, mine's at the top <laughs> you just i have to get me. up and go look at his thing get up i got a picture of it i'll send it to oh my oven yeah <laughs> dude we're not talking about your dick <laughs> <laughs> no i meant my heating element in your oven no i'll go take a picture of it for you if you want I, mean, I can just go look at go look. it. Yeah, just go look at oh, it. Oh, you're then, getting up for once. There you go. You got an alert. Damn, just roasting Burn. your ass in the fucking. No, I was roasting you. Um, roasting me. Yeah, you're the one that always gets up and goes and does stuff. Oh, like pee and poop and. Well, I got just gotta excrete my fluids. Well, okay. I got a shit too, but you know. Well, you should it. relieve yourself. You shouldn't just sit there and. I don't. I'm just. Or okay, I I need you to get a gas stove up on YouTube because I don't know. Libby's screaming back there saying that you have it. Hold on a second. Yeah, I gotta go the, back there. It bakes on the bottom. Hold and on, and you got an top. electric go one? Yeah, go ahead. Go look. This is unbelievable. I know exactly what it looks like, and it's a bit dirty in there. Don't be uh, don't be judging my stove. My bathroom's clean. What is in the morning when y'all get here? When you leave, it's not necessarily clean anymore, man. You hear them in there arguing? Yep. So what's up, motherfuckers? They just up and left looking at stoves and shit because they can't read this shit right here on fucking Google. Yeah, that's storage. On an electric oven, it's storage. That, that is storage. funky-ass, dirty oven door that I never open. Well, I just, I just whispered to Libby. Libby's like, it cooks stuff down there. I go, no, baby, that's, that's storage. storage. I said, but he don't have anything in there because. We have pizza pieces. Could be. <laughs> Whoa. Way Do you think go. you could make a full pizza from what's in there? You might. Maybe. Um, yeah, I just. Uh, I don't know how that act. I have heard that before, but I don't think that works for us because we have electric ones. And listen, if you want to prove us wrong, you better cook a full fucking. I gotta sh- look. You gotta put a full fucking sheet of lasagna in your bottom <laughs> broiler. You don't broil lasagna. You broil stuff like fish. You don't broil fish. Unless you're making fish sticks. What do you broil? <laughs> the word broil is the worst word, it, first of it's all. It's like very close between boil and think of your, oh, I like that. What was that That definition? Can you click on that? How to use your broiler, Randy, what you were just on? Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Think of your broiler as an upside down grill. You're exposing your food directly to very high heat, which works great for quick cooking, thin cuts of meat, and some kinds of vegetables, just like on a grill. (laughs) 
It's like a, uh, it's like a toaster oven. Is it? No. <laughs> that is. A broiler? Electric? All I know is I've accidentally. I have to know. I've accidentally broiled something too long before, and then my dinner was ruined because it burned alive. (laughs) I opened it up, and there was a straight-up fire in there. Are you kidding me? I don't know. I'm not very good at the rack placement, you know? I've got a system going in my oven. To be honest, ovens are a very scary place. You guys are about to get burnt real bad. Dude, what the fuck ever. Most stoves have a drawer underneath them. If you think that drawer is meant for storage or kitchen utensils, you're wrong. Are you reading this on Fox News? This is on uh, (laughs) OAN. Are you reading this on OAN? (laughs) The drawer is actually a warming drawer meant to keep your food warm. Perhaps like me, you can use that drawer located underneath your stove for storing pots, cookie sheets, or muffin tins. So, none of us were right. It, it's, it's not a broiler. It's just a warming. I get, I've heard that, that you can keep the oven on and you can just put your stuff in there to keep it warm. Nothing's cooking. You're not, you don't get to just turn on your oven, not put anything in your oven and then say like, I made dinner <laughs> and just place a pan of shit. In the in the so bottom. My my oven was new when I got to my home. And what came in there was some sort of cooking tray. Okay. Uh, why? What do you mean? Where oh, in the bottom? Yeah. Well, they were probably just trying to be kind and set you up. You know, like if you buy something for a dorm and it's like, check it out. You've got mail. <laughs> Go back to that thing you were just looking at, Randy. I want to know about gas stoves, though, because I don't know about gas stoves. We used to have a gas stove, and my mom would broil stuff in the bottom. Did you say it was a broiler for gas? Correct. My mom and grandma did the same thing broiled on the bottom because back in the day, we had a gas stove. This was in the early, what? 1800s? Uh, 1970s. Damn. So Randy had sideburns and was like licking girls' <laughs> pussy. There was so much hair. He was saying, if she smokes, she fucks. Yeah, Randy Randy had little sideburns and like he couldn't fully grow a beard. So he just had. He looked ex- just like that picture. Extremely <laughs> large sideburns. <laughs> Mommy, I'm four. Can you shave my sideburns? M- Mommy, please. <laughs> Why did I sound like a little foreign child? It- Mommy. Please. If there's anyone in the audience who is an expert on gas and electric stoves. And can offer any insight. That's not going to be willy-nilly about, oh, you can use it for this or that. I want to know what the actual purpose, when the inventor, Mr. Mr. Stove. Mr. Stover. Stover. Invented the stove. He thought to himself, he said, look, self. This bottom drawer is four, and then put a a line where we can insert stuff. And he had a physical light bulb pop up in the room when he had the idea for it. Over his head. It it popped up (laughs) over his head. Very similarly to that fart bubble right behind Libby on the Slop City cross He moved it. It was on the other side. It was, but you probably couldn't see it. It was blinded by your tit. He moved it. Yeah, I moved it. You couldn't see it behind see, your head. Randy is not only a producer, he's also a master yeah. of feng shui. He is really something. Randy, could you come into my house and uh, have sex with me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling that Rafe that you said, yeah. I'm telling that Rafe. <laughs> but I'm telling that Rafe you said that kind of stuff. I'm not going to leave Rafe out. What are you kidding? Damn, he wants to get some of Rafe's booty hole. He wants to get some of that freaking action. Well, Rafe just got new shoes that look pretty comfy, so he could he could take off all his clothes but keep his... <laughs> are they New Balance? Keep his socks and shoes on. No. Excuse me? I know. They should have been. There's two things that Rafe always needs. A black 
V-neck t-shirt and a pair of New Balance. New Balance, white on white. How dare him not have a New Balance? Nope, he got some cool green shoes. I was all about him. I saw him this morning, and I, I mean, I was just like imagining him just, you know, hanging out. Doing some shoes steps, only. you know, doing his feet like Doing some squats. <laughs> There's this gal I work with who every time she'll walk by you, she goes like, and you hear her feet squeak, and she's like, you want to play b-ball? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like she's in a gym. Every squeak, 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 time squeak. you walk by her, she'll go. <laughs> <laughs> who is this gal? Her name's Rachel. Which place is she? She's at the cool place. Okay. You still, yeah, are you? I had, to, I had to think for a second. Yeah. Are you still just really sad about that video of Donald? I, if I start talking about it, I'm going to start crying. I was sobbing. No, you weren't. Yes. Oh my God. I can't. There was some, someone who messaged it. me. They were like, I literally hate him so fucking much, but it also makes me sad. <laughs> oh God. He's fine, dude. He was oh. rocking and rolling. What else was he supposed to do? He couldn't just sit up there and be like, I just fell down my manhood. <laughs> he had to play it off. But then he, when he went home, he probably <laughs> sat there with his head down crying. <laughs> oh, God. No, he did not. Donald went home. You think he was crying, but Donald, I, the way that he talked to his cabbie when he picked him up, I was like, <laughs> dude, he didn't even remember that he fell. <laughs> <laughs> he he could have got hurt so he, bad. He he could have, but fortunately there was a nurse there and every, he was fine. He fucking ate it. It also made me sad that I wasn't there and I don't even know you weren't him. There to, you weren't there to rescue him? Like, just say, oh, it's, are you, did you hurt your hip? He could have broken a fucking hip. I know. Femur, we we all arm. We all checked on him. It's not like he fell God, and every... His head. I can't handle his head. But I'm telling you, after a long day of telling every woman, you're looking good today. (laughs) And after a long day of, you know, hitting on people, hanging out, he does the same thing. He goes in that corner and he waits for his cabbie. And he gets mad at the cabbie. He's like, well, he was supposed to be here. And he's not. I can't believe he He was there. his cabbie. How is he there? And every time I go, he's not. Don't know. He comes a lot, but they're closing the restaurants down on Tuesday. I told that to Donald. Donald goes, that's probably why he fell out of his chair. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, well, not here. You're, this this inside's not closing down. I'll be here. <laughs> and I go, no, it's closing down, Donald. <laughs> on Tuesday, every place in the, every place in um, St. Louis County. And then he goes. Well, I was supposed to see your ass. What? And I go, what'd you just say? And then a customer is like, did he just say see your ass? And I was like, oh, no, he didn't. He said he was supposed to see my act. And he was going to come to a stand-up show at the Funny Bone. And and he he would be the worst audience member. Would he talk the whole time? Yes. He would talk the whole time and he would fall asleep. (laughs) He would be physically falling asleep. I mean, he's getting to the point where he doesn't know. We have his address written down under under the drawer. He needs a caretaker. Well, listen, he is. I have his address. The tears that I I shed last night were not even for real. They were. I was. I'm telling you, I was sobbing. Did you watch this video, Randy? All it is is... I didn't see it. I is, saw it, but I didn't watch it. He's just sitting in the lobby. It's not just the fact that it's the video. It says he fell off his chair, and that's so sad. I think, I think I'm just a really bad person because I am telling you, I was on the toilet shitting at my job. And when I saw this video pop up on my Instagram, I laughed so hard (laughs) for five minutes that I came out of the bathroom and a customer asked me if I was okay. It was making me physically ill. They were (laughs) sitting next to the bathroom. (laughs) And they asked if you were okay because you're laughing so hard in the bathroom. (laughs) I think that 
I also know Donald. I know Donald so well at this point. Like, I can tell you what he's going to (laughs) say. I can tell you what he's going to eat. I can tell you what he's going to say. He straight up said the other day about the chili at this place I work at. He goes, well, it's the best chili in the world. Not just in St. Louis metro metro area. The world. (laughs) And I go, no, it's not. (laughs) Like, it's just not. And he goes, oh, I think it is. And I was like, but he's just... He just likes getting people. He and then he does a thing where when he buys somebody a drink, you know, he tells you so many times that you're like, "Shut the fuck up." We know you're a generous rich man, and you're buying them a drink. He'll be like, "John, John, John Morgan doesn't pay for any of his drinks." Every time John Morgan takes a sip out of his beer, he'll be like, "That one's on me." It's like. <laughs> no, he and when you're really busy, and he'll be like, uh, John Morgan's not paying for any. You're like, fuck you. I just can't. I uh, I know. I, can't. I mean, I can tell you're about to start crying it's, right now, and it's we need, just so sad. Yo, it's I think so. I think I'm just a bad person because I mean, I can't stop laughing. Of course, we checked on him. You know, I'm not. A, I, I'm a bad person. I just couldn't stop thinking about what he was thinking. Did he feel ashamed? Did he feel <laughs> sad, scared? Like, that's all I could think about. And then I thought, God, what if that was me and people were laughing at me and I would feel so, I would feel so sad. I'm going to start crying again. Don't cry. And then I thought, like, what if that's, what if his family saw that? I was. And it was so sad. <laughs> it made me so sad. Oh, his fall. No, what if his family saw that video of us making fun of him? It made me really sad. Well. Like, I, what if that was your dad, you know? I would hope my dad took his shirt off <laughs> and sat in the corner just like that, totally With naked. With his head down. <laughs> Dude, his head's not down because he fell out of his chair. No, his, his head's head- down because he's sad. His head, no, it's not. He's his, like this. His head's down because he fucking raged all day long at the bar. He had two meals. That's how you know, That's Donald. How long he was there. That's, yeah, yes. He had an early lunch and a late dinner. It's mostly just thinking about what if somebody in his family saw that? What would they think? Yeah. And that made me, and continues to make me. So sad because if that was my dad, I would rage on whoever put it up. I would kill them. I would literally start murdering people. No, you wouldn't. Oh, I would. Well, then we need to delete everything off the internet because it is just a series of recording other humans. Well, I just, when it's, when we're just kind of, when he's just sitting up being silly or whatever, it it does make me uncomfortable to have it up there because he doesn't know but that one just took me over the edge. Well, just remember the things he said about black people and women. <laughs> yes. He is a piece of shit. Like, if you, <laughs> I love that you have this much empathy and it's so great. And there is a part of me, sometimes I'll look over at him when he's mad, like, and when he, even when he's saying the most racist, fucked up things, I'm like, oh, you motherfucker, you know? But then again, guess what? You made your, if you saw a video of Trump falling down, would you feel bad for him? I wouldn't. I would feel, I wouldn't feel bad for him. You'd feel I bad have for, this weird... you'd feel bad for Ivanka. You'd be like, oh God. I, I, you'd feel bad for Tiffany. That's who you'd really feel bad I for. I often, I don't know if it's me putting myself in that position. It's like over empathizing. For sure. Um, And it, it strikes me to my core. Listen, I get it. There's times I watch movies and if there's like a nerd person or whatever, like I, it hurts my heart because I'm like, oh my God, you deserve love and all this stuff. But it's like the nerd, nerdy guy or whatever character that's struggling and has to overcome, you know, their character arc in the show. (laughs) They're not a racist, uh, borderline (laughs) rapist. So True. 
just that's what you need to bring yourself back to. And if somebody demanded that I if somebody demanded that I took this video down, if his family approached me and said, you need to take this down, I would be like, well, you need to keep your fucking bitch on a leash because he's fucking he's out of control. He's fucking out of his mind. He literally sexually harasses me. He Every day of my life. looks me up and down in a way that can only be described as x-ray glasses in real life. But are x-ray glasses real? <laughs> you go, no. So if his family demanded I took it down, I would take it down. 100%. I'd be like, sure. If I posted a video of him falling, I would never do something like that. That is demoralizing. Now. If it was a video of Trump falling, share it every day. Every fucking day. Because Trump would be like, even though there's a video of him falling, he would, he'd be like, I didn't fall. I didn't. He'd be like, I didn't fall. <laughs> I had a misstep. Like, it's like, bro, you're literally tumbling down <laughs> the stairs at the Library of Congress. Like, those are so many stairs. I cannot believe that Randy was over there laughing at me as I cried. Sadly. He was not laughing he at you. He could was... not contain it. I was not laughing at you at all. I no. was laughing at the fact that Donald fell out of his chair. I'm a horrible person. I, I think mean, that's funny. Know. And I'm glad we have you as the conscience of this group because <laughs> Tina and I are horrible people. For Donald. Me too. Because even when he went down, I literally looked over the ledge and I go, I shook my head. I probably would be, I would probably be less sad if I actually has known him in real life <laughs> yeah but the fact that it's just like he's just so old and obviously lonely and that's so heartbreaking <laughs> he is lonely but i will tell you he has probably had enough sexually transmitted infections <laughs> over the years just to, I mean, that alone is just wonderful. He takes and, a cab to a restaurant <laughs> and he falls down. Yeah, dude, because he got his driving privileges revoked. <laughs> so that's his fault. Like, it, <laughs> that's a million percent his fault. He... <laughs> I mean, he's, he's, it's all his fault. Oh. He hit a car and then someone started yelling at him and he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And it's like, yeah, dude, there's a newborn baby in that car. This man looked and weighed the cost benefit analysis. He goes, well, that's a new life. And this man's life is coming to an end. Who am I going to yell at? My baby for being a baby? Or am I going to yell at this man <laughs> who shouldn't be driving? Who then told me they know me in there. <laughs> if somebody hit my car, I'm so and I can't speak it either. I'm gonna start crying. No, just as sad as can be. Well, guess what? He brags constantly. <laughs> I just gotta keep reeling you back in with all the bad stuff he does. Okay, he brags constantly. Nobody should ever say, you know, I wasn't born poor. Nobody should say that. You know, it's it goes so deep, though, because then I think, what happened to this man to make him this way? What happened? Why is he like this? Well, let me tell you something. And that's probably just, uh, I don't know what mental illness that is where I can't just stop. I'm thinking like, okay, what happened to this man? In his childhood to make him this fucking ignorant and miserable. Yes. But Ooh. then uh, if you're going to feel empathy for Donald. Number one. Donald number <laughs> one, because he's older than DJT. If you're going to feel empathy for him, then I need you to read Mary Trump's book that came out earlier this year <laughs> and have empathy for Trump. I know why Trump is the way he is, but I don't feel bad for him because he took the mean route. And I just, I don't feel bad for him. Now, there are some people who probably read that book and learn all about Donald Trump. And they're like, oh, God, his dad, dad never showed him any love. 
Oh, <laughs> that poor, that's why he wants power. No, I don't. I see that shell of a man and I'm like, you're not even okay with the color of your actual skin. You have to turn yourself orange. <laughs> Is it possible to have empathy, but also hate someone? I think so, because I do understand. And this is like some, you know, Trump is somebody that I was like, okay, man, like I like, and I listen, everybody on the podcast right now, that's, uh, <laughs> they're getting political. Shut the fuck up. I'm not getting, I'm not getting fucking political. I'm talking about life. I'm talking about humans. This, this conversation about Donald has sparked into something very deep. Now we're exploring empathy. Can you laugh at somebody during their misfortunes? Here's what I want you to do. If I fall when I'm that old and I'm okay, you got to laugh at it. Okay? I, you got to laugh. I, I need you to laugh at it. I need yes. you to laugh at my face as I'm going down. If I'm like, what? Maybe, I mean, maybe it's not that I, I think, the the more this part that made me the most sad was that it was on our our Instagram. Like I felt sad that it happened, but I think the fact that it was on here and people were laughing at it is what made me sad. People asked if he was okay, and I took it off of our personal Instagram or on our off our Instagram off our Slap City Instagram, and I put it on my Instagram. Justice for Tina, okay? Yes. Justice <laughs> for Donald. Mm-mm. So we, I mean, and if everybody decides that I should take this off, then I guess I'll have to let the people speak because this is a democracy. But if I start finding all these Dominion extra votes showing me that y'all motherfuckers voted yes, but Libby had them changed to Biden votes. Here's the thing. I'm not taking it down because it's the funniest fucking thing in the world. Oh, on your, on your thing, it's fine. But I think for Slop City... I just oh, it just doesn't it just, speak to the morals. I just felt like it was, it it felt mean, you know, and I don't, I don't want to be mean. I don't think it's mean. I I do kind of get what you're saying, but I'm like again, remember the things that he has said about black people <laughs> and women. Yes, that's all you got to remember. And you know what? If we all got to laugh at fucking Donald to get by, <laughs> cool. So we don't fucking end it. But he doesn't know we're, we we're, we're, I don't, there's some, I, maybe I can't even pinpoint. Do you think what Donald even understands the internet as a concept? No. Donald cleans out his wallet to the point that I'm like, are you just going to places and collecting business cards? <laughs> Nobody cleans their wallet <laughs> once a month. And he, <laughs> You know, yeah, he's lonely. He's an old guy. Everybody he knows and fucked is probably dead. But boy, wow. he is just. <laughs> <laughs> I after he fell, I literally go. I looked over because everybody rushed over to help him, and everyone's like, "Oh my!" <laughs> you know, and then it's like somebody tried to sit down next to him the other day, and they looked at him, and they're like, Ooh, "Like that's a COVID factory." <laughs> Because he's just sitting there like... No mask. La, la, la. Yeah, and the only mask he wears is a Veiled Prophets mask. And then he talks about how the Veiled Prophets invited him to parties <laughs> and how they sent this mask to him. And then you try to get him to explain what the Veiled Prophets actually is. And he's like, you're looking good today. He don't know. Maybe don't I'm a Donald shit. sympathizer. I, you're clearly a Donald sympathizer. I can see that. I think if <clears throat> if we would have, I don't know though. Whatever, man. I get it. It made you feel kind of sad. You, you there there are times with that that I'm like, yeah, I get it. You can feel a little sad for someone, even if they're a huge cocksucker, right? You know, you can feel sad for them and be like, man, yeah, they're a piece of shit, but they're still a human who deserve love or whatever. But it's like. Then all I have to remember is you're looking good today. <laughs> That's all you got to remember. All you got to remember is just everything that he is. has ever, ever done and or then you, said. Then you move on. 
Like I said, if his family asked me to take it off, great. But you can't take away the memories and the stories that I've told on this podcast about Donald for me. And technically, Missouri is, I didn't do anything illegal. Did I do something immoral? Maybe. (laughs) Didn't do anything illegal because I'm allowed to record him. Just as Donald's allowed to record me if I'm bending down. But Donald. (laughs) If I'm bending down. And Donald's like trying to get his phone to work. Donald has a flip phone. You can still take a video of you bending over. If I I think Donald's got a jitterbug. Oh Lord. If I gave Donald a smartphone, he would probably be like, oh. <laughs> I'm Donald number two. Donald number two. Oh man. What a guy. Yeah, and the way he talks about Trump is I'm just like, bro. <laughs> Does he like Trump? Loves him. Loves him every day. If that's not enough for you to laugh at that fucking Ugh. video. You're a good person, Libby. You really are. You're a great person, but some people don't deserve your greatness. <laughs> Look at Randy over there shaking his head. Randy's like, man, fuck that dude. <laughs> man, fuck that dude. Uh, um, I mean, if you really wanted to get something, you should have got him falling. <laughs> that would be the video to put up there. That would have put me over the edge. I probably you know, would have had to be hospitalized if I saw that. Well, and then it's like that <laughs> woman in the helicopter. Like, can you imagine how scared and sad she was? Don't. I'm going to start crying. <laughs> but it's so funny. I cannot cry anymore on this podcast today. Yeah. There, well, is this the first time you ever cried on the podcast? <laughs> I don't want to cry anymore. I love that you literally just had to type in woman helicopter spin and it's like the first thing that pops up and it's just <laughs> Oh that Oh my god It just won't stop spinning. It won't there stop. was puke all <laughs> over that uh-huh. thing. I mean, you would just get to the point where you couldn't even puke anymore. There would be nothing. Oh, I went on a spinny ride <laughs> at Six Flags like a couple years ago. And I mean, I fucking hurled afterwards. Ra- oh. Afterwards. I was so sick. <laughs> oh, my God. And she's 74. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She fucking lived. She, do you think she's watched this video and like laughed at it and been like, holy fuck, I was really spinning. I mean, it was really picking up some speed. I love that that guy's like, we got her in. <laughs> she's good. He's like giving. Oh, he's, oh no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's not good. Definitely passed out by now. Oh, he got his spinning. It's spinning so fast. That is going faster than the helicopter. Than the helicopter blades. Yeah. There you go. Slow that down. Oh, God. I love that these, I hate to see that. Oh, my gosh. saying it? Is someone talking over it? (laughs) Jesus Christ. This is the extended video. I've never seen. She's a mummy. (laughs) She did look like a mummy in there. (laughs) Holy fuck. fuck. That's so, that spinning was so fast. (sighs) Um, Dude, I got to tell you guys about this dream I had last night. I'm, I can't, I'm, I'm trying to understand why I had it, but this is what I remember. Randy gave me the keys to like a gray SUV, like a Kia Sportage. And I, I I know that it was a Kia. Okay. So he gave me the keys to it and we were like planning this weird, almost robbery type thing. I don't know. Three of us? No, it was me and Randy. Oh, shit. And 
Randy, so he gives me the keys to this Kia or something. And I'm in a Best Buy and there's like a shootout. There's like, I have a gun and it's like all, it was like almost like a gang shooting or something like that. See, I would have been so fucked that if I didn't spilled. have that. Thank you, That would have gone everywhere. Big tit Tracy saved the day. But so, Randy, are you listening? Oh, committing robbery in your dreams. Okay, you're looking it up. I was like, this motherfucker <laughs> doesn't even care. You guys are so, the new Bonnie and Clyde. Okay, so if um, I'm in a Best Buy and there's like <clears throat> people in a straight up shootout, people being killed, whatever, and all I did was be like, boo, boo, like I... <laughs> Shot up in the air. I just shot the gun up in the air to I don't know feel alive or something. Start the race, dude. It's like a best buy, <laughs> and like I get out and I'm running. I'm holding a gun. <laughs> Everyone's running. There's 75 cop cars. I mean, there's so many cop cars that it felt like I was in a fucking action movie, and <laughs> I'm running. And I get into a chase, like a, a police chase. There's like fucking police cars chasing this guy, chasing that one, chasing this person. Like, I did not kill anybody. I just shot a gun in the <laughs> air a couple times. And so, dude, I am fucking, go- I mean, I'm driving Randy's gray Kia Sportage. And he like, I, I don't know, I like... You know, once I got away, I'm like fucking driving. I mean, I'm going 90 miles per hour, like titties bouncing. And Randy wasn't with Randy you? wasn't with me. He gave me his car for this, whatever car this was. So listen, that all happens. Not sure. I think I I like went to bed or whatever. But we wake up and we're in a lavish, lavish hotel. Oh, in Las Vegas. And I'm there for a competitive dance competition, but also still dealing with everything that has happened the night before. And Randy's dad, an elderly man, is with us. And I guess it's his car. And Randy's trying to tell me like, hey, we're all good. Okay. You know, I just got to clean this spot. I think it was blood, but it's like the blood happened from when I shot in the air. Like what? I didn't kill anyone. And it was so bizarre. And Randy's dad, Randy's like sitting in the front seat with his dad. And he's like looking back at me, like giving me thumbs up, essentially letting us know like, hey, we're good. We got this. good. Everything's good. And Randy's dad's like la, an old man. And, and he's it's, he's like, la, 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 driving, like excited to go to this dance competition. Taking national you to the dance competition. National dance competition. Um, It was bizarre. There were all these worlds clashing. Like an ex-boyfriend was in the stream. Some old friends, some old people that I danced with. Randy's telling me like, I think you're good. I don't think you're going to get caught. <laughs> and then... Later, Randy hands me a straight-up landline phone, and he's like, someone's on the phone for you. And it was a a detective. Uh Uh-oh. And he starts interrogating me. And, I mean, I I did do something bad because I was there and ran from police, but it was bizarre. And then Randy (laughs) comes up to me after I've, like, spoken to this detective three times and told him nothing. Randy comes up to me and goes, hey— my dad, my dad thought it was a little weird that uh, I asked him if it smelled funny in the car. <laughs> That's it. So his dad's like, yeah, I thought that was a little suspect. thought that was a little sus. <laughs> and that's it. That's what my dream. It was bizarre. I don't know why Randy gave me. I don't know if you gave me a gun or what. <clears throat> Can you you... demonstrate again how you shot the gun in Best Buy? (laughs) (laughs) And then you took off running. I think. (laughs) I don't think I killed anyone, but then I was like worried about the car and that they were going to find it. 
How did you get it to Las Vegas? That's what I want to know. No idea. We woke up there and there was a fucking, I mean, and if anyone here has ever been to like a dance competition, like nationals or whatever, they're wild. So much is going on. There's fucking 100 kids running around a hotel. Oh, no. <clears throat> Not my kind of venue. Oh, there's there's just too much. Well, it says you have feelings of guilt, regret, and unwillingness to face consequences when you dream about running from the police. Whatever. And that, Randy, <clears throat> is your accomplice. Accomplice. Randy, let's say hypothetically that Tina robs a Best Buy <laughs> with your vehicle. Would of you what a would ceiling you, light? Would you cover for her? Yeah, one hundred percent, absolutely. Wow, what a good friend you are. Would you clean out your car? Absolutely, I don't want to go to jail. Fucked up. What if I killed someone? Then we're getting into murky water. Depends on who it was. <laughs> And how much, uh, how much is in it for me? Yeah, both <clears throat> cases I would not be able to. Uh... That's why you weren't in the drink. <laughs> I would have That's not exactly. only taken pictures of the blood to give to the police. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have gone that far. If they would have asked me, I would have been like, I don't know, man. I think maybe I don't know. She was just thought she was trying to feel alive in the Best Buy, and so she. Sh- I would try to explain you out of it. Why everything is okay? Yeah, I um, <clears throat> I don't think I would cover. No, I wouldn't cover for somebody if they killed someone. What if they stole a couple CDs from Best Buy? That's absolutely fine. If anything, I'd be like, you actually just lost money by doing that. <laughs> Because the amount of money you're going to have to spend on ads on eBay and stuff, <laughs> is you fucked yourself. What if you stole three CDs and a landline phone? I don't care about stealing. <clears throat> stealing doesn't bug me. What about if you stole stuff and then punched the kid that was working at the register in the face? Well, I would tell him I'm very sorry that I have to do this right before, and then I'd punch him. <laughs> and honestly... I don't know if I could even punch somebody. Like, there's a lot of people that are, you know, we've talked about this before. People are like, don't want to get in a fight with you. And I'm like, I'm not strong. What if somebody came up to you and was like, if you don't punch me, I'm taking your dog. Well, then I'm punching him. I'm punching him for sure. And not only am I punching him, I'm doing the reel back and then I'm going... Wow. You oh, might yeah. knock them out. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's it. If you want to get punched 100%, I'll be like, okay. And the whole time you're doing that, they're just standing there waiting. <laughs> yeah, they're just looking at me like, come on, do it. And then I'll be like, oh, I'm gonna. I dare you to touch me. I'll be I like, dare you. Come here, let me give you a noogie. And instead I kiss them. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that could be more surprising than the actual pain of being punched, you know? Especially if it's a good kiss. (laughs) Oh, if it's like a wet, sloppy kiss, count me in. (laughs) I haven't kissed somebody in a long time. I don't even know if I know how to do it anymore. Neither have I. Maybe we should kiss. Maybe both of us should kiss. Let's just practice on each other. (laughs) I said that. I don't think we could do it. Oh, actually kiss? Yeah. I, so I, I tried, think we would laugh. I tried to interlock toes with someone one time. <laughs> and I laughed. So I laughed so hard I couldn't actually do it. Yeah, I don't think we could do it. No. I think that if we. Would we just be going. <laughs> and then. Well, and if it was like somebody was like, I'm going to pay you $100,000 to make this look really sensual. Like, I don't know if I could do it because sometimes it's like, even when I kiss people that I love, you know, like, I don't know, this guy that works at Quick Trip nearby, um, like, you know, even when I kiss people that I love, sometimes I think, you know, am I doing this right? (laughs) (laughs) Have you and Rafe ever kissed in front of anyone? Never. 
I don't think I've ever seen you guys One kiss. time Rafe tried to kiss me and I fucking beat his ass. I was like, don't fucking. <laughs> yeah, I looked at him. I was like. <laughs> what if it was Shia? Would you Shia LaBeouf? Passionately Rafe did him? say something about that. He was like, yeah, I heard about how much you want to fuck Shia LaBeouf on the podcast. Like, yeah, we both do. Dad. I was like, yeah, I'm literally wet all the time thinking about it. He's like, I'll fix any, I'll fix anything on this car. I'll fix anything on this car. It's like, you didn't fix it, man. You went to AutoZone and you got a diagnostics. And they told you they can't help you. And they replaced your windshield wipers for free. (laughs) Is that what they do there? Yeah. I do need some windshield wipers. I have driven around with windshield wipers that needed to be replaced for years. Me too. I've got one right now that really just lags behind. And how easy is it to walk in there, get them, and then they come out and put them on? curbside service you think that i could call them get smoke a cigarette call them while i'm in the parking lot purchase the windshield wipers (laughs) and have them bring it out curbside and do it i think what you should do is go into the o'reilly's bring up that old videos those videos that you did and be like hey i'm kind of o'reilly uh royalty at this point you see that gal there that's me I will be showing them that commercial, and then I'll say, what do you guys think of this? Think that's funny? And then if they don't, I'll be like. <laughs> you take out your gun and fire two <laughs> warning shots. <laughs> One, two. I'll take out my gun for my holster, because I would never <laughs> just have a gun willy-nilly. In your pocketbook. I know, uh, based on what the contents of my purse right now, I know that if I went into a place and bought a gun that I would be like, dude, I'm totally going to get a holster for it. But I would just have it laying in my purse. <laughs> like, I've done that with, so you remember when holsters for cell phones were cool way oh, back when? yeah. Boy, you see somebody with a good holster and you're like, that's a responsible, handsome man. They care about their belongings. They've got their holster. Does your dad have one? Of course he did. Does he have one now? No. But he does have uh, Bluetooth headphones. So, you know. But I'm saying, man, the way that you used to look at somebody with a holster like that for their cell phone, it's like, not only is it a holster, but it's a cover. Right. Amazing. You just clip it off, flip open your Sprint flip phone. That's covered in like a plastic, uh, mm-hmm. plastic slash leather combo. <laughs> the plastic's so big and bulky; it doesn't. Oh, it protects and the those way up buttons. How long it takes to unclip it from the holster? <laughs> it's like you could have been. If somebody was like, "Give me your fucking cell phone, or I'll shoot you," you'd be like, <laughs> "Come on, man, give me your fucking phone." <laughs> you'd be doing it for so long. I'm gonna fire two warning shots. <laughs> I did. I did the improv gun and the regular gun in the one. Yeah, I should have just went. So I actually tried to make sure that when I did the gun, that I what didn't do this. Did you notice that? You noticed that I didn't do the finger guns because, in the rules of improv, I know a lot of you peons uh, that listen to this podcast don't know much about improv, but Libby and I are world-class renowned um, fuck-ups at improv. (laughs) So when you hold a gun in improv, I'm sure we've talked about this on here, but it's always a good reminder to be bringing this back up. Because I see people do this all the time. I see people do it in movies. So embarrassing. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you're a comedy actor. You should know. And you seriously just did... One of those. What what is that? You don't hold how do you hold a gun? If you you really want comedic effect, you gotta make people believe that you're holding the gun. The object's there. You know, if I'm sitting here holding a cup of coffee, you know, move that microphone out of the way, do a real demonstration. If I'm holding a cup of coffee, you know what I'm saying? nestled up next to my bosom Mm -hmm. and then on my left side of my titty I'm gonna have a baby sucking on my nipples uh (laughs) extracting milk from my nipples you know you want to be you want people to believe you're holding this object right you don't you know 
Toss me another topic. Uh, this is improv. <laughs> you know, just what's, what's something I could, could be holding, you know? Uh, maybe uh, um, one of the if hardest. If you tell me an object of food, I'm going to beat your One of the ass. hardest things for me to hold in improv is a mop or broom. Really? Yeah. See, that's easy for me because I just take my brain back to that janitor that destroyed the Challenger TV. <laughs> and every time they got him on camera, he's just kind of holding his mop. You know what I mean? And yeah, but if, using it, though. I, oh, I never can keep my hands No, right. no, no. It's just <laughs> simple, you know? That was really, the most seductive mopping I've ever well, seen. Well, I mean, so it's either like that. Wait, you... <laughs> This is hard. I do a lot of mopping when I physically mop where I hold it by the edge and I just jam it back and forth like that. I do that sometimes because my back starts hurting. So I'm just like. Well, and it's just too much action. You know, I don't need to be too fist. I don't need to be double fisting a mop. <laughs> Nobody, you know, you know what needs double fisted? My pussy, not a mop. Unbelievable. What about a, uh, if somebody threw you, I don't know, said, hey, here's a, here's a shirt, put it on. See, that's where it gets a little tough because <laughs> you're already wearing a shirt. Okay. I once did an improv scene years ago. I know a lot of you might not care, but this is improv power hour with Libby and Tina. <laughs> so I once did a scene years ago where both people were supposed to be starting to do something. And my partner at the time was Brian Michael Fornishon. Mm -hmm. You Great remember guy. him? Great guy. Great guy. Fan of the podcast. Lives hope in he Kansas enjoys. City. Hope he enjoys a shout out. Please do not give uh, the customers his address, okay? <laughs> because he's a hot guy and people are gonna want to fuck him. And he has a nice dog. Okay. So, you know, do we know his actual address? No. No, but we could find it out easily. Very easily. He's got a nice doggo. So Brian and I were in an improv scene. And we were both doing object work. No, no dialogue, nothing. It's just like, hey, you one scene. Like we're starting the scene. See, again, I'm very glad Tracy has given me this thing because I could have just knocked my cup it right would, over. You wouldn't have any drink left. Um, so we were both starting out a scene with like, you know, just object work, straight object work for like a minute. Who told you to do that, Slowy? Dave Marr. Okay. Yeah. So Brian Michael Fornishon is doing his deal, and it was just like, pick a thing you're doing and stick with it for, I think it was like at least a minute. And I somehow decided that I was like wrapping my head with like a towel or some kind of wrap. Like I was like, but I wasn't moving my hair because, you know, it's object work. So I was just kind of like putting like this towel and stuff over my head and forny. I look over at him after a little bit. He looked like he was like putting his pants on or whatever. And I remember I initiated the scene that because I it was like my line of dialogue or whatever. And I was just like, I don't want to have sex. Like I have cancer. <laughs> and then it turned into this like deep ass scene where it was like a relationship between two people trying in the trying to like navigate the world of like not having a sex drive because you have cancer and you're going through treatment mm -hmm. and it was so stupid and so funny but the thing you don't know about it is that i took a rip off of a gravity bong about two hours before i came into improv and i was so fucking high like i mean what's a gravity bong it's this thing that i can't i mean we will you look up a video of someone smoking a gravity bong randy have you ever smoked out of one Fuck yeah, make you one. Oh. <laughs> I'll make you one. I couldn't believe how high I was. I think I coughed for 30 minutes straight. <laughs> Yo. Not even how to make a gravity bong. Like, right? Like, type in, like, someone really high with gravity bong. Smoking gravity bong. Kitty. Student hits gravity bong in class. School freaks out. It's so <laughs> stupid. It, yeah, either way, it was great. Look at the thumbnail of the last episode with the toilet. But yeah.
Oh yeah, I see it. Uh, fuck. <laughs> I stopped recording. Sorry, shit. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Alright, we're good. Okay, we're back. Randy's fired. The point is, I had a really good scene like that, and the object work was crucial. Anna Kasparian, what's up? She looks a lot younger and all over the place. Anna Kasparian's on the Young Turks. Wonderful news station. Oh. That's okay. We ain't got to worry about this. I'll send you a video of it later. What 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 in it makes you get so much higher? I don't know. I really don't. Here, Seth Rogen smokes from Amazing Gravity Bong. Everybody knows Seth, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. <laughs> The dog. Like that? <laughs> What's he pouring in there? Marijuana's? Oh, he's got his lighter up there. Yeah, dude. So it's filling like that chamber, essentially. Holy shit. Oh, my God. I would literally die. Is that all pot smoke? Yes. Look at that. So. Do you have to take the whole thing? He's going to clear that fucking chamber. <laughs> No, he's not. Is it supposed to be clearer? And then he coughs for about two hours after that. <laughs> well, what's the fun in that? It's, Coughing and carrying it's on. It's just funny. Gravity bong. Gravity bong. Let me get a hit of that gravity bong. I'm going to just start. I'm going to go deep later today. I'm going to get high, and then I'm going to... Find videos of people smoking a gravity bong. Gravity bong. <laughs> all right, listen, I hate to cut all this short, but I got to take a big... Oh, man, I did get dirty <laughs> bong water on me one time. It was rough. Is it grody? Oh, I had to throw my jeans away. You I had to throw your jeans away? Washed them multiple times. Couldn't get it out. What does it smell like? Trash and shit. Well, Tina's got to go take a shit, so we're going to abruptly end this. Well, yeah. I mean, we got, yeah. we're past an hour. Life's good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, this was a fun time. We love y'all. Don't tell anybody I cried. Blessings. Yeah, don't tell anybody Libby cried. I think it's nice. I think Like it shows, a little bitch. I think it shows that you have a good heart. And yeah. that, that you mean well. What if I tell you I faked it all? You can't fake a pussy ass I, cry like that, I brother. I faked it. I, I, I was not really. Yo, crying. that was real as fuck. Yeah, whatever. Even the best actor, you know what I mean? Yeah, I got incredible object work. Boom. Two warning shots just fired him. And I'll start crying again. See, watch. <laughs> I got to go take a shit because I was fucking bullshit. <laughs> Ew, you do look like you're going to cry. Bye, everybody. We love y'all. Thanks a lot. Remember, if she smokes, she fucks. Do and, the right thing. And cut. Bang. <laughs> Is that Marcy's butthole? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I can tell it from a mile away. Love y'all. Bye-bye. Oh, God, that one's so guttural. <laughs> God. Ah!